coming soon. Jolting recaps of horror. We'll be covering every episode of the Shudder original series, Creep Show, in ghoulish detail. Right here on the Creep Show Recap Podcast. You'll scream at our ghastly analysis. Hey, dude. You want to take it easy with that thunder sound effect? I'm trying to record a trailer here. Sorry, Dad. <clears throat> All right here from Recap.fm when the credits roll. Damn it, boy! <laughs> Sorry, Dad. You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of Preacher. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Let's talk about Overture. Okay. Okay. So, just pull the Band-Aid off. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say it right out of the gate. I'm ready for it. I like this episode better than the last two episodes. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that that bar is extremely low. <laughs> I mean, you could trip over that bar. That's fair. <laughs> I, 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 I just don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I still don't know how we're going to wrap this up. Now, do we know if the final episode is going to be a little bit longer? It's a little longer. Is a little longer? Yeah, okay, good. And a half. Good. Cause they need the time. And that's been my major complaint from, well, yes, but from mid season on, it feels rushed. It feels like they're rushing toward the end. Yes, it definitely does. But don't you want to rush toward the apocalypse? Because if <laughs> I mean, doesn't the apocalypse shouldn't it be a surprise? Well, the apocalypse <laughs> we come to find out, and not everybody's on the same page about what the apocalypse is supposed to be. Right, which is kind of news to me. Uh, yeah, and that's that's a, a little bit of a twist. Yeah, uh, we'll. We'll get into yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll, we'll we'll get to that. Um, so episode opens with Tulip mm-hmm. and Cassidy mm-hmm. um, admitting admitting. Well, Tulip just comes out and says it, thinking about whether or not they should admit right. to it. As Jesse is, uh, as we did, we need to see his eye hole. No, I'm never a fan of that. <laughs> it's it's always been creepy to me. Yeah. yeah. I've never been a fan of that. Like Mad-Eye Moody and mm. Harry Potter. I'm not mm. a big fan. You know? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, and I don't... Or Coral. <laughs> it, I, I, I think the patch is cool, but I don't even know... I guess you got to get something to put in there, even... In, but I would always wear the patch, because I wouldn't want to put that on people. Yeah, I don't know what you probably do have to put something in there because what I mean, you don't want this like gaping hole. Oh, I can't even imagine. I don't know. Isn't that gross? It's gross to think about. But yeah, the patch for sure. My old boss had an eye that was poking out. What? Yeah, some glandular problem. So it poked out like an inch. So he wore an eye patch just so people didn't have to see his eye sticking out. Dude, an an inch is significant. No, I know. It's like his. His eyelid couldn't even shut because his eye was so far. So out. was it like 
I guess he had to keep it moist then. Yeah, oh yeah, eye drops all the time, and he finally got surgery, and but oh. it still bugged out a little bit. But oh, he had no. it, he had it go back to where he could actually close his eye. Mm. But it was you could tell. I mean, it was one eye was always out there. Mm. Man, he doesn't listen to the show. So it's oh, yeah. well, yeah. But I was just thinking about how many people have we just ostracized? Oh no, no there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, but he he wore a patch t- for us, and we appreciated. It. Oh yeah. Well, what a public servant. Yeah. He's like, I don't want everybody to have to look at this. Thank you. I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, so Tulip or Cassidy was like, oh, okay, you're right. Because he gets the silent treatment. As soon as Jesse comes out, Tulip's like, yeah, well, we slept together. Right. And, but uh, you were gone. But you were gone. So you can't be mad. You can't be mad. And she has a point because he was dead. Not right. only was he gone for three months, he was dead. Yes. So I don't even know why they feel bad. At all. But I mean, I guess I've, because he's back now. But I've never had, and you know, that's fair. I've never had a friend die and then in, come back in three months. Right. I've never had a friend die, <laughs> slept with his girlfriend, and then him come back alive. It just never happened. It just, it's never happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, Al Simmons from Spawn, he, he watched from afar and he just, oh. <laughs> well, we're going to make comic book references. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? If you read Preacher, I'm sure you read Spawn and know who Al Simmons is. Yeah, probably. Oddly enough, Todd McFarlane is working on making another Spawn movie. And I'm oh, really? like, I don't know. He said, I think we can make it for like $2 million. I'm like, I don't I don't want to see that no, at I all. Don't either. I didn't want to see the first one. I mean, unless you're filming the damn thing on an iPhone, I don't want to see it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible. Sure. Why not? Whatever. Um, so after Tulip and then we meet... Jesse, it's like thanks for telling me. Doesn't get mad at all. Yeah, why? Because why would he? I mean, after what he's been through the last few months, that's no big deal. He's been through hell, right? I mean, that may have gotten brought up in his story, literally. And maybe he had to watch <laughs> Tulip and Cassidy just go at. Oh, him. could you imagine that just would, yeah. getting pounded right. for all eternity? Right, man, just on loop, <laughs> just on loop. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might that probably was in there. So he's like, yeah, I knew that. Could have been. Could have been. Uh, that's maybe one of my complaints is his newfound, throughout this episode, his seemingly newfound faith. If, yeah. Again, feels a little too late. Is it faith? Now, or is it faith or is it fear? You know, I I don't know. It almost feels like apathy sometimes. Ooh, that's good. You know, it's almost like he's like, you know what? I don't know that I much care anymore. <laughs> like, I've been through this and I've been through the worst. If this doesn't work out, do I care? Would you? Yeah, I know, I know, right? Like, <laughs> well, and then after his interaction with God, where he's like, even when God was biting out my eye, I didn't even try to stop him. I'm just like, meh. Well, he said he didn't think to use the power. The power. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm not sure where Jesse's head is at. I'm not sure where any of them, their head is at. And and they they really get tested by God in this episode, and he really kind of plays them all like a fiddle. Oh. Which is crazy to see them all just, I mean, he knows everything about them, and he's able to hit all the right buttons and get them to do exactly what he wants them to do. So those are actually as vindictive as it was to see 
God playing with them as though they were toys. That actually was the more enjoyable moments of the episode because of the acting. Yes. And Cassidy. Cassidy was brilliant. Oh, man. You could just feel... When he... When God, like, basically just pushed through all the bullshit and mm-hmm. got to the heart of the matter. I just think that you're a sad little boy that wants, that's tired and wants to go home. Right. It's like, I, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, it, and that immediately cut Cassidy to the quick. Because it seems like Cassidy maybe is playing a character a little bit mm-hmm. and, and you see sure, through sure, the sure. veneer every now and then mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh man, he's really not the tool bag right. that he wants you to believe right. that he is. Because the mountain of heroin that he's promised and <laughs> tulip and all that stuff, that's not what happens when God pushes him through. Mm-hmm. It's just him going home and mm-hmm. seeing his family again back in Ireland. That's what he really wants. Yeah. And I think if he had really wanted a mountain of heroin and tulip when God had pushed him, that's what would have showed up. Uh, and I don't even for one second believe that God really meant that tulip could only care for him if there was divine intervention. I think that was just God toying with him even some more, but it didn't matter to Cassidy. He bought it hook, line and sinker. And, uh, but God's little showdown with Tulip, man, Ruth Nega's acting in that scene because I'm sitting there going, okay, how's he going to do this? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, because liar, cheat, murderer, she knows. She's, she knows. She is self-aware. She knows. But when he got to Dallas yeah. and the little and the baby, the little girl. And then and then he, he said it differently than I thought he was going to say when he was like, do you want to know what the great cause? I thought he was going to say like there was no reason. But saying I don't, I don't remember, remember is even worse. It made, it made it so, so much worse because and that just means that he's completely indifferent. Yeah. You to know, everything. I, yeah, I can't, which is again, weird, an, an all powerful, omnipotent, omniscient being yeah. forgetting. Uh, but there's, we've talked about this plenty of times. Yeah. There's so many inconsistencies in that concept, obviously, but none I, of this would work without there being those. My, my only thing is he wanted Tulip to hit him and she didn't hit him. She shot him in the face. Yeah. So that's not hitting. No. So I think she won. Yeah. She escalated past hitting. <laughs> now, did you think in that uh, scene, they wanted us to believe that he Tulip got stabbed? Yeah. Did yeah. you, did, did you buy that? I did for a second. Then I remembered, Oh yeah, that's right. There's yeah. another dude yeah. in the wall. But for a second, I thought that she, he was going to do something to her to set Jesse off. Yeah. I didn't think he I was did too. Kill anything, I didn't think he'd yeah. like dismember. Mm-hmm. And then when you, Jesse walked around just a second later and you saw all the body parts, I was like, "Oh shit, that's Tulip." And then you and then you see his cast. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's a vampire. <laughs> but his acting in that scene was great as well. Uh, basically luring Jesse in. Yeah. And uh, you know, but I told him no, and I told him no. I just kept telling him no, no, and just kept telling him no. Until I said yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so it was interesting to think about, here's this character that we just recently saw go through the physical ringer and being sliced 
repeatedly. I still, that's the most disturbing <laughs> thing I've ever seen in, in the show. Like, it's just so uncomfortable. But the amount of pain that that caused him paled in comparison to the emotional buttons that God was now pushing on him. And that's what broke him. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Physical uh, pain hurts. It's temporary. That's right. You know, you can get over that kind of shit, but emotional pain, that's that stuff lasts. It yeah. really does. It lingers. So the hair star stuff, <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about him and we got to talk about Featherstone a little bit too, because uh, I'm, I'm thinking she may be flipping her alliance and be joining the other side come well, next episode. I think she was really behind what the grail was, was there for. Sure. And a lot of the people in the grail are that way. Like, Hey, we're, we're preparing the apocalypse to rid the world of all humanity mm-hmm. because that's what the apocalypse is for. And hair star being like, no, 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 no. Just like the Netherlands, the feminist thing. <laughs> The hippies. <laughs> Just basically the undesirable. The shit people. Right. We're going to get rid of the shit people. The desperados. <laughs> and then they were... <laughs> well, all that whole scene before right. they got into t- the sack, yeah. uh, as it were. <laughs> the apocalypse, apocalypse is coming. Yeah. We might as well throw down. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you are a handsome woman. And this dude, he just starts like... I, yeah. <laughs> Well, what is he? What is he handling produce? Well, these melons seem ripe. Right. You are a handsome woman. Hmm. And I'm not sure where Featherstone was at mentally at that point. I don't know if she. I don't. I don't either. I think she was like, yeah, you're the all father. Sure. I'll, I'll serve you. You know, and I'm wondering really to me, I would maybe personally look at it more as, as an opportunity to have a final human connection, human intimacy before sure. the apocalypse happened. Cause she was under the impression she was going to go to heaven and those kind of things. You wouldn't be partaking in those kind of things anymore. Right. And I don't even think that it was from a, a overly lustful perspective. No. It was just, Hey, we're both here. We're both here. Why not? Because this is all about to end. Yeah. Now I will, I'm not sure how that conversation went because what happened in the bedroom? (laughs) Like how did hair star convince her? Like, Hey, I've got this thing. It looks like a fist. It's 12 inches long. Yeah. I want you to take me to Hammertown. That's right. Basically is what he had to say to her. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not a double ender. So, no, no. I mean, how did, how do you, she I'm, didn't even take off her suit. I know. She I'm just put it on over. I, I'm, I'm like running through, not that I would ever have this conversation. Right. And if you're into that, that more power, whatever, whatever you want to do is that's, fine. That's cool. It just was not what I was expecting. <laughs> no, but I would say that it was a very preacher moment. Definitely. Right. So, Definitely. uh, th- that worked from a visual sight gag perspective yes. that that worked. But uh, I then, just how do you how do you convince someone to do that? Um, yeah. But well, anyway, well, she still felt like she was performing a service for her leader. Sure, the person who had led them to the apocalypse, and then the veneer just gets removed mm. when he's like, "I gave Hoover yeah. two, you know, alternate orders for all of our undercover agents to just drop specific ones," and she's like, "Yeah, those didn't go out." Oh shit! Oh oh, 
we need to go fix this <laughs> right now. And then he chastises her on the way out unnecessarily. Like, look at you. You think you're going to go to heaven after doing something like this? Really? Yeah. Where, where did you get that idea? You're ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. No. No way you're going to heaven. No. I don't know if, do you think he think? I don't know if he th- thinks he is or if he even cares. I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares either, no. which is great. He just wanted power. Um, power, violence, dirty sex. That's all, all that. he was into. Yeah. All that. Uh, the scenes with him trying to send the facts, <laughs> while they weren't necessary, they were entertaining. Right. <laughs> with PC the, load letter. <laughs> what the fuck is PC load letter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had that, I thought of that too. I had that show up on a printer one time and I just <laughs> lost it. I was like, I don't know what this means, but... Now, not to be nerdy, but I don't think PC load letter would show up on a fax machine. No, of course, but <laughs> we should totally, we should totally make that happen. Yes. Though, yeah, that's uh, what I want exactly. Yeah, take it. Who take the it. hell uses a fax machine? Do they even exist still? Mortgage I, companies use them. Oh, okay. Which unless I don't understand why. But is but. it plain paper that they use? Tell tell me they don't use that that slick paper that comes in the roll still. No, no, no. It's plain paper now. Oh, Just God. like loose leaf paper, yeah. God, that stuff was a, yeah. a bear <laughs> to mess with. I, I mean, the paper with like the on the sides where you had to peel it off. Oh, God. On a, a DOS printer or whatever that's. Dot shit, Matrix. Dot Matrix, Dot yeah. Matrix. Oh, my I remember God. when I was a kid, my dad had to go into, uh, into a service center and I rode along with him and I was shooting rubber bands and I shot one across the room and he had to reprint like a thousand pages because <laughs> it jacked up the printer. Oh no. The rubber band went right into the thing. Man, I got in so much trouble. I can imagine. <laughs> Do you know how much this dot matrix paper is, boy? It's worth more than your life. Man. So Featherstone is disenfranchised for sure. Yeah. And she's the one that finally breaks Tulip out of the room that right. she couldn't she couldn't pick the lock. The the master right. couldn't pick the lock. I mean she couldn't even shoot the lock out. No. So but I really sense that we may see Featherstone uh playing for the other side because Definitely. why what what does she have to lose now? Everything that she thought was true and real has gone away. And uh, everything she's fought for for so long. Gone. Yeah. So what do we do with Jesus and Hitler? I don't know. Uh, when Hitler said that, you know, I want to win. And if you lead the other side, it'd be easy to beat you. <laughs> Humperdu, on the other hand, is clearly divine. And I don't know that I could beat him. But you, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, that's That's basically what he said. Uh, so they actually got into a fight, but prior to that, Jesus goes down to the 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 dressing room right, for, to show God his dance moves. Well, remember, maybe not the last episode, the one before that, where he was practicing that, and we're like, "What is this? This doesn't make any sense." Now yeah. it makes a little bit more sense. We're seeing that Humperdu, his his shtick, is a great it, dancer. Is a great dancer. D- does the tap? Yeah. Well, Jesus. Does break dancing, break dancing, or at least was trying because it, he's trying to also maybe show his worth yeah. to his father, and uh, it was more sad than anything else. But whatever. But 
<laughs> give him the roses through the, <laughs> the little slot. <laughs> and he just pushed one through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Dad. Okay. Hey, uh, is that it? Is that it? Is that <laughs> you done? Man. Are you done? All right. You, you're done. Okay. Yeah. But man, God is so, he's very violent. And, yeah, uh, and I don't know why he's so angry. Yeah. I mean, it, we get a lot of insight into God's character in this episode, which Absolutely. is something that we've been wanting. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if we've been wanting, but needing. Mm. Because understand, trying to understand God's motivation behind this apocalypse and why he's so against stopping it, no matter what Jesse does, mm-hmm. no matter what anybody does. And, you know, he just destroys that hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just through a wall. I mean, he's just straight up killing people. Right. Straight up killing people. And, you know, we see him interacting with Tulip and Cass and, you know, learning his manipulative skills and like what he knows. But then when we get to the main course with him and Jesse mm-hmm. and Genesis, which you were right, that angel and the demon. They sure did. Were the parents of Genesis. Sure and did. that's what he said, you know, take care of our boy. Uh, and what what a great scene. We see them go back to the hotel. They're still fighting. Right. Still <laughs> killing each other. That poor, that poor bar right. bar owner. He's just dragging bodies out. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many, how many of those fires has he had to start? Oh, oh my grief. goodness. But and just the smell. Oh, just the smell. Uh, oh, oh, a burning angel and demon flesh is Ugh. just the worst. Ugh. Can't imagine. <laughs> Can't imagine. Brimstone. Yeah. Sulfur. Yeah. Oh, man. Rotten eggs everywhere. Oh, God. (laughs) So with with him and Jesse, Genesis, we learn, maybe is more powerful than Jesse even realized. Mm -hmm. And Well, we've always known, well, maybe they haven't always known, but we've always known that is on a, a power that's on par with God, which is hard to comprehend how that's even possible. Right. And it's not really ever going to be explained, I don't think. No. And then when God is trying to command Jesse, mm-hmm. Jesse doesn't listen, mm-hmm. doesn't have to listen. And so does that mean that, I mean, because when Jesse, God commands Jesse to live, mm-hmm. Jesse lives. Mm-hmm. But at this point, now that he's alive and he has Genesis in him, what is the deal? You know, it's hard to tell. You know, that's an interesting thing that I just thought of, and I'm not sure why we haven't asked this yet. So Genesis lived within him even when he was dead. Right. Hmm. I wonder what that means. I don't know. That's interesting. And Jesse even asked the question, why did this find me? Like, what is the point of Genesis being here? And that is the question that the only question they need to answer in the final episode episode is, what is the point of Genesis? Why does Jesse have it? Like, what, what is the point? And God's saying, you know, give it back to me. And Jesse's like, take it. No, give it to me. Oh, well, you can't take oh, it. Oh, huh? what's going on here? Why can't you take it from me? I guess we're at a bit of a standstill. Right. And like you said, if Genesis is in him when he's still dead, killing Jesse does no good. Yeah. Apparently, Jesse has to willingly give up Genesis for whatever reason. I like that concept. Yeah. I want to see that explored. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure how they're going to do that. Right. Which part of me is excited for that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the fact that even though I've had some problems with this season, the last few episodes in particular, I still want to see how it ends. Right. And I'm excited for 
Because I have no idea right. what they're going to do. Right. Because the Satan killer shows up and you think he's there for God. No. You absolutely think that's why he's there. No. You didn't think that? Well, yeah, yeah of course I did. Okay. Until we find out that apparently God and him struck a deal while Jesse was dead. Yeah. And that's not unreasonable. No. Because that's been the Santa Killers thing from the whole get go. The reason he is the way he is is because he lost his family. So that gives him a good emotional core right. to work from. But now how's Jesse gonna get out of this one? So I guess yeah. God has to use the Santa Killers to extract Genesis from Jesse. And how's that gonna work? Because if he kills Jesse yeah, Jesse's going to go one or two places, and we've already seen that Hell. Genesis stays with him. Yeah, I don't so... know. So... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And surely Jesse and the Sand of Killers are going to have to have some sort of dialogue. Yeah. I mean, and I'm interested to see that, because they both do an excellent job. And the actor who plays God, I think, had, did a great job this episode. Uh, Mark uh, Har- Harlick? Harlick? Harlick, yeah. Something to that effect. Oh, yeah. no, absolutely. Uh, he he has played it uh, very well. Yeah. And uh, and, and I, I'm sitting here thinking that that has to be tremendously difficult, because there's a... There's a lot of history that goes along with God. You would think so. (laughs) So, and I think maybe that's one of the things that they've done very well in the sense that they, they use all the traditional rules and uh, things that we know about God's character Mm -hmm. from outside of this universe. Yeah. But then adding the different flavors and different things that he's doing within this universe to make him a fully formed. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I, hopefully you understand what I'm trying to articulate. It would be a very, I wouldn't want to take the role. Right. Well, and it's weird (laughs) to think of God as a villain, you know, Uh, probably not very hard for some people. Well, I'm no, no, I agree, but I'm like, normally you don't view him as like, the embodiment of evil. Like he almost seems evil in this one. I would agree with in, that. Instead of, you know, like someone up there who just doesn't care. In this one, it seems like he very much cares about people suffering. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're <laughs> very much cares about making people's lives miserable. I understand your point. Yeah. That is, that is very, it's very weird. different. It's either, either he's loving or apathetic. Right. Uh, whereas all the hate and the suffering should come from, the devil. Right. Or, or people themselves. Yeah. Or people themselves. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Who knows? That's interesting. And then poor Eugene. You know, okay. So. <laughs> Although I don't ever want to hear closing time, something like that again. No, never. I, in fact, I don't want to ever hear that song ever again because now you've ruined it for right. me. I mean, it wasn't a great uh, song to begin just, with. Yeah. But. So we, we saw him got get the guitar in the last episode. I don't think we discussed that as all at all. That no. is an ode. I was like, Oh, well that's kind of a nice ode to him becoming a rock star in the comic. Yes. And now we see more of him in this episode and, and then he comes up with that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he, but he's talking with a priest. And so I'm like, okay, that conversation he has with this priest these can't be throwaway lines. These, these no. there, there, there's something to this, right? It's like, yeah. well, why does he exist? Right. 
and comic relief. God just forgot about you. Yeah. Yeah. And so it leaves that a little open ended, but then he gets hit by the car. And so (laughs) is that the end of Eugene? I would think so. I would think so too. I think they've closed that arc. Yeah, but what what else? What are the purposes he serves? Well, uh, none. I mean, dog food, I guess. But (laughs) I I don't know. I part of that it doesn't. It doesn't make me upset. It's just like uh, it's unfulfilling. It is. It is unfulfilling. It doesn't seem right for Eugene's character, but maybe that's the point. Maybe the point of all this is uh, you, you go through all this stuff and you, you maintain that you're, you have good character and you're ultimately a good person. Maybe you make some bad choices, but you repent, you come back and then you make a decision about your life and you seemingly get on track and then poof, you're gone, you're dead. So what, what does it matter? Right. Maybe that ultimately that's the statement that's being made. What right. does it matter? And maybe that's the statement that's being made for the, the series as a whole about life in general. Because God said that to Cassidy about yeah. humanity. He's like, they're all going to die anyway. So he, what is the point? What is the point? Well, yeah. shouldn't he know? Yeah. You know? Um, you'd think that you'd the think. creator would know. <laughs> I, and I have some questions. You know, is he really... In this universe, is he really the creator? Or is he some? I almost feel like are they going to like pull the imposter uh, 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 switcheroo on us? Is that really? I hope is not. that really God? Yeah. Humperdoo really is. You know, uh, I don't think they will, yeah, but no. it's plausible that they could, based on how they've set it all up, because of the inconsistencies in the him playing by the rules as we know God to be. Sure. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that though, but, not. but Cassidy, uh, that was the other thing I was thinking about Cassidy pleading for humanity. Yeah. I mean, Italian food is delicious, but <laughs> I mean, they're not all bad, you know? No, they're not. So it's like, I thought that was interesting as, uh, as well. And did you get a sense that God really didn't care for him because he technically is no longer a human. Do you think that he felt less, he thought less of him because he was, uh, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, an abomination. I didn't get that. Didn't get that. Okay. I, I thought for a moment I might've got a twinge of that. And it's like, well, then are vampires also the creation of God? Or is that just something all that, that we that I don't know. Who knows? I think we're thinking yeah, we're too, far we're going too, too far. much. We're going too far now. <laughs> Let's bring it back around and talk about pegging. So. Oh, no more pegging. <laughs> no more pegging. Uh, but all in all, a more enjoyable episode than the past yeah. couple. I still don't understand how they're going to land the yeah, plane. I don't see. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah. and we, But we may be pleasantly surprised we may just get our we may get our socks blown off here is hoping yeah so we'll see well we appreciate you spending time with us absolutely and uh our time with the preacher recap podcast is quickly coming to an end next week will be the last episode four years yeah well three yeah (laughs) four years of time (laughs) four years yes on the calendar. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. That's okay because we have other things. We sure do. That we do. 
Um, and you can check them out. If you go to our website, recap.fm, one of the things you can do while you're there is sign up on the newsletter and that's recap.fm slash newsletter. we got a lot of stuff coming up really oh, soon. So much stuff. The Witcher, The Mandalorian, His Dark Materials, Watchmen, Creepshow is starting this week. And there will be um, One Punch Man. <laughs> Two episodes coming out. We we, we could have gone. No, everybody cares. One Punch! Forever. <laughs> and never talked about that. I think you'll ever. all be pleasantly surprised well, how wonderful that show is. Well, I know what I'm not listening to. So, what is that? Appreciate it. One Punch Man. Oh, I'm not going to listen to that crap. Hurtful. Well, that's fine. I don't care. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> but we do care about you. We want to hear from you. If you have any thoughts on Preacher, mm-hmm. uh, the series as a whole, yes. uh, this particular episode, doesn't matter. We want to hear from you. You can hit us up on social media. That's at Recap FM. We also have a group on this app called the Flick App, mm-hmm. which is specifically for podcast uh, communities you can go on there. We're going to have a link in the show notes. You can just go on there. We have uh, threads, channels, if you want to call them that, mm-hmm. for each of our podcasts. And it's a great way to share your thoughts there uh, as well and interact with other people. And we, we really want to kind of build that up. It, it seems like it's going to be a cool to, tool in general. Definitely. So there, it's not – you can come out and – get on our group but there's other podcasts that are doing it too you might be able to find uh one of your favorite podcasts and interact with them there or if you if you're listening you do a podcast maybe even consider uh starting a group on there so you can interact with the folks that you talk to yeah on a regular basis it's uh pretty cool and we want to give it a try so look for that link in the show notes and uh we will talk to you next week thanks a lot guys thanks